What is this, Pedro? This is the Adafruit Show and Tell. This is the best place to show off your awesome 3D printed wearables, electronic PCBs, or retro tech. Anything is game here. We're going to take a couple of minutes to check out everybody's awesome projects. I'm going to start off with Sherry Haas. Hello, Sherry. Hey. Hey, how you guys? How are you doing? Not too good. How are you? Excellent. We're just right. uh, a couple days out from Maker Music Festival, and everyone's working really hard. And um, glad to be previewing it here on um, Show and Tell. Uh, what I can tell. Oh. I don't know if you guys want to ask me questions or you want me to go. I oh, don't no, continue. Yeah, please do. Okay. So what everyone should know, this is a free event. It is the world's largest gathering of makers in a really cool, um, a cool space, an imaginary place online. It's a campus that will be of 15 buildings. Each building will have nine to 20 makers in there. And you can see in the windows, we'll go in there in a second. You can check in the windows and see that you'll be able to play the building, learn a little bit about more about the makers. Eight of the buildings have been curated by really cool groups like Acoustic out of the UK, um, Bella, you know, probably the Bella platform board, Makey Makey, Dogbotic. We have uh, Stanford CCRMA where they're doing really cool things. We have San Francisco Center for New Music that have really great, great things and people like Bart Hopkin and Sudu and David Ramos. And they'll, there's even some Fred Frith pieces in there. Um, we have uh, the French, they have two buildings, go figure. Um, <laughs> make me France. There's a lot of makers over there. And we have um, Kevin Lau from China, so Asia Pacific makers. So we've got it covered. Um, each one of the buildings went, well, maybe you could go into the um, the presentations section and schedule. Up to the, oh, wait. Up to the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in the schedule, we have two days of live programming from 6 a.m. Pacific to about 3.30, 4, 4 o'clock Pacific time. Saturday and Sunday. The links will be at the top there. There's a, a link that you can cl click on to get kind of a gridded schedule and then below you'll see everything else. We also have a cool project um, in Mozilla Hubs by our friends at Acoustic and Eclectic um, with some of their folks have curated a two hour experience. So you'll wanna check that out as well. Now we can go to the building and I'll, I'll chat a little bit more as we head back to the building. In addition to, to presentations, um, performances and workshops, we have five workshops. Mitch Altman's gonna be doing live from Berlin, an hour learn to solder workshop. So if you know anyone that wants to learn how to solder, there's no one better to learn from than Mitch. Oh, yeah. We have a create your own personal soundtrack workshop. We have a build Lego switches to um, to trigger your makey makey workshop. We've got a tinkering with sound automata workshop and a jack trip workshop. And that one is coming out of CCRMA. That will be at 3.30 Pacific time on Saturday. That's for folks that want to figure out and use the Jack Trip software to jam online together. So that one you won't want to miss. And I'll let you guys, um, this is, you know, you can cruise around the building. All right, let's check out the front door. <laughs> yeah, I really love the way that they're presenting all these videos with all the demos. Yeah, so there's a video, there's about, there's, there's something for, with each maker. There's a connect area too with all of their social. Um, this one, I don't know if it has it. And there's actually, if they have a Patreon or buy me a coffee, um, just like in real life, you can like throw them some change. Cool. Uh, when you when you go over the building, actually it's sort of like playing the building. You can get a sound cue for what the sound is like behind the window and the maker. Oh, cool. 15 of these buildings to start with. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I was talking so, a couple of them. I think I like like the voice changer, the prism bell, and the yeah. um, the synth uh, trampoline. It's so cool. 
Yeah, and we'll have we have judges actually. Um, John Park from yeah. judge. We have the STEM chat um, uh, women, Natalie Z. Drew and Diana Ang are judges. We've got um, Dan, the drummer from OK Go, who's a judge. We have Tosa from Mewa Denki, who's a judge. We've got you know it goes on and on. It's a really <laughs> great thing. There's no reason why everyone shouldn't go this weekend. And the best part, and then I'll, I'll, let, I'll let everyone else go. The best part is it's free and we're gonna keep on adding to it. It's a, it's a, it's a city of imaginary buildings and you know, real estate is cheap. So we can keep going. And <laughs> I envision for actually um, for school and education. And as you can see, each one of the buildings is named after an experimental um, music pioneer. This one's Orem. There's a Cage building, a Siani building, a Theremin building. A Henry building, a Laveris building, so a little bit of education as well. Very cool. Excellent. And as you said, I think you mentioned that this is going to live uh, even after the event's over. So yeah, everybody Absolutely. mark this. It's so cool. And we'll be popping up periodically with with oh. events and what throughout the year. So oh, okay. Um, yeah. Definitely bookmark. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Sherry. Thank you. Have a great one. Have a good one. Let's uh, uh, go to John since uh, knows a little bit about that. All right, let's hop in. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. Uh, cool. I'll, I'll be getting access, I think, on Friday to start going through them all so I can uh, nice. hand out some blue ribbons Maker Fair style, uh, which, is, awesome. which is exciting. It's been a while. So yeah. uh, thanks, for, thanks for that, Sherry. It's, uh, it's going to be so a real, cool. treat, real treat to check things out. Uh, so... I just wanted to show off uh, a little gizmo I built. If you can add my camera, there you go. Uh, I showed this on my uh, new product pick stream. These are these really cool little rotary encoder breakouts that use a uh, um, seesaw chip. So in this case, it's a SAMD09, but it essentially makes an intelligent encoder. And we, I, I think Lamore's been planning a bunch of these where we're gonna have uh, little breakouts that are intelligent and run over I squared C. So, it's essentially like having two microcontrollers. Each of these has a teeny little microcontroller that is handling only the pins that are needed for something like this rotary encoder and this NeoPixel. So they each have a little uh, underlit NeoPixel for feedback. And these are, these happen to be uh, push encoders, so you can click a button on them. But this is a really nice way to prototype stuff that's a little yeah. beefier than just sticking them on a breadboard. And, a, and you get a little more um, flexibility with it. I happen mm -hmm. to put them in a row, but you can put them in a, you know, make a cube of them if you want. You can put them on a, a strange just thinking. Oh, yeah. In fact, if I just bend my very thin 3D print, there you go. There's my uh, three-dimensional uh, <laughs> encoder thing. <laughs> and then in this case, this is some of our demo software um, for the guy that just came out that is running on Arduino uh, with this little OLED. So you can just see those values showing up as you use them. And we have circuit Python uh, libraries in the works and Python libraries in the works. So uh, that's kind of a just a demo of it, but I am, as you may have noticed, I've got this hooked up to my little MIDI feather wing out that has a couple of uh, key switches on it. So I'm planning on doing some some sort of uh, MIDI CC controller uh, cool. out of this actually, which will be fun. Awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying how awesome, I can't wait. Uh, the one other thing I wanna do is tease oh. tomorrow on my workshop show, I'm gonna bring this little guy out. If, you, if you've never seen one of these, this is a funky oh, little awesome. soft potentiometer. So yeah. I'm gonna be, uh, showing that during the circuit python parsec so tune uh, on awesome. in at uh, four o'clock eastern time awesome thanks so Sweet. much john all right john we'll see you tomorrow yeah all right all right next up uh jeff jeff all right we're checking with jeff here we go hey, jeff. hello there hey so we were talking about what 
is available on what CircuitPython boards recently, and we realized there was something missing, which was the RGB matrix on ESP32-S2. So that's what I've been working on, and I got it going today. Nice. Um, this will be going into version 7 when it's ready, but uh, yeah, just adapting some code that Phil B wrote and is work that already works in Arduino and bringing it over into CircuitPython, which is kind of RMO when it comes to the RGB yeah. matrix. So look for that in a couple of weeks. Um, there are a few bugs left to chase, but that's what I've been working on. Very cool. Excellent. Good progress. Thanks so much for sharing. Yeah. All right. You have a good one. You too. Thanks, Jeff. Let's see what is Phil B doing. Okay. Hey, Phil B. We'll check in with you. Hello oh, there. I hey. like pixels. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. The matrix stuff. Anyway, um, when the RP24, the, the Pi Pico board came out, um, designed this, this reference card for it because the pins aren't labeled. And uh, oh, this took days to do because, like, you make typos and stuff. You got to run it by, hey, can you proofread this? And kept screwing up. But eventually happened after multiple days. So um, Lamore has been working on this software. It's become a team effort. I've helped, and Katni's been helping and stuff. And if you go to the screen share, um, this software, it partially automates the process of making these sort of pin references. And there's still a lot of manual assembly that, that has to take place to, to produce one of these. But rather than taking like several days to make one reference, we'll uh, like I did two of these in a day, and this is just wow. ramping up. You know, like like launching rockets. You know, the first one explodes yeah. on the pad, but after a few tries, you stick the landing, and uh, I think we'll be, able, we'll be able to crank these out fairly quickly. I think, but wow, yeah, uh, so beautiful. Yeah, the, the colors were all very carefully chosen and stuff. Yeah, uh, please mention that these are um, color, uh, people have like color blindness, like it's friendly to all those, like the palette. Yeah, shows. they won't see the same colors, but at least you won't get two that, that uh, they're always distinct. You won't yes. have two categories that mm -hmm. look the same to some folks. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what we got going on. So I'm like, this yeah, is such eye candy. <laughs> infinitely zoomable. This right? is awesome. Yeah, these are just bitmaps right now, but uh, we'll we'll have them in PDF format, so they're like printable, mm. super super crisp, and everything. Nice. Poster size. We need posters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, larger than life. Yep. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thanks so much, Bobby. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. All right. See, ya, Melissa. Okay, Melissa, we'll call on you next. Hello. Hey. Hello. So I have, uh, I'm gonna do this old school here. I'm just gonna tilt my yeah, yeah. Uh, thing down. Just <laughs> old school's kind of, good. Yeah, yeah I've had to see. So I have my setup here and I have a uh, little water level sensor here. And I, I have the bowl tilted so it's out of the water. So it says add water. So if I go ahead and kind of tilt it so that it is in the water, should update. Okay, now it says low. And then if I tilt it a little bit more, uh, it says full. So um, it kind of can be a little bit slow in updating because the, the sensor has some water on it. And one thing I did is you can actually hold down the button here and it'll show you the raw value that it's reading uh, with the analog. So you can use that for helping to calibrate it. 
and I'm working on a guide for that, and that will be published soon. Awesome. And the cool thing about this is um, originally Lamar was saying that it can only detect like if it's wet or not, but you were to, you were able to figure out a third way. Yeah. Oh, you oh. could probably do the uh, even more like a percentage oh. if you wanted to, but huh. uh, I have found this to be very accurate at least. Mm, okay. I'll, I'll definitely use this, stick it on my water heater. <laughs> <laughs> After the recent leak, it, we, we need this. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Melissa. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, right. Thanks. Awesome. All right. Next up, we will check in with Dan. All right. Dan, you got your screen Yay, ready. Hi. Hey, Dan. Hello. So I was going to talk about um, dynamic USB descriptors for CircuitPython, which is something that's coming up in CircuitPython 7. And uh, the idea is, uh, up in CircuitPython up to now, you've been able, it presents various USB devices. And you, but you haven't been able to turn those on and off at runtime. You can make a custom build that says like, well, don't show me CircuitPy or don't show me the keyboard, HID keyboard, or don't show mm -hmm. me the REPL. But you can't, haven't been able to like write a program to turn those things on and off. And so you had to like make a custom build or if you wanted to have a special kind of gamepad or joystick or something. So what we've got now in CircuitPython 7 and it's in the latest builds and uh, it'll be in the beta, whatever, in the alpha that's coming up, um, is that you can, at runtime, in the boot.py file, you can turn on and off various devices. So you could turn on and off CircuitPy, you can turn on and off showing the REPL channel, and also you can turn on and off a separate um, serial channel that you can use to transmit data to another COM port, say on your Windows box mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. You can turn MIDI on and off. And um, you can also define custom HID devices at runtime in boot.py. So if you have a special joystick or something that to match your particular device, like a foot pedal for your airplane simulator or something, then you can do that right, right away without having to build a custom version of CircuitPython. So what I've got here is this is a typical kind of Yet another rotary encoder. This is a, a volume control project I did like several years ago. It's just got a trinket in it. And um, uh, with, a, with a regular rotary encoder. And right now, if I just turn it, you can see it adjusts the volume. And if I press it, it, it mutes or not. But what I can do, uh, right, right now, this the trouble with this thing is that when I first plugged it in, it showed CircuitPy and it, used up one of the COM ports. So I always had at least one CircuitPy device on my computer and it was really frustrating. So I had to make a custom build to turn those things off. And then I couldn't change the program without replacing CircuitPython, again, loading a new UF2. So instead what I, you see now is that we have this code you can put in boot.py. And here, um, assuming that the mute button is not pressed, <laughs> use the mute button as a like a special thing, then, uh, if, if it's if it's not pressed, then I turn off the storage drive, which is CircuitPy, and I turn off the REPL. So there's the only thing that it's presenting is the key is is the volume control stuff. And if I wanted to to make it to make those things show up, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to hold down this button and reboot it. Hmm. And now you see the CircuitPy drive showed up here. Wow. So now I can go ahead and edit the program, and oh, I don't good. have to like reload yeah. uh, 
anything onto this. So these are yeah. all coming, uh, and it's a bunch of different new features. And some people have asked for boot keyboards, which are, you can talk to your BIOS, and we'll be doing that too. That's not implemented yet. But uh, this has all worked out really well. So you can customize the USB devices. Some boards have more USB slots than others. So it's make sure you choose a board that has enough what are called mm -hmm. USB endpoints to turn on as many devices as you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everybody, everybody in the chat room is like, this is amazing. And yeah, it's gonna be perfect for like keyboard projects. So we don't have to have, you know, all the, the, the boot drive or yeah, the yeah. drives show up. So <laughs> hold on, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't so, hear you because I was muted. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying that everybody in the chat room is like, this They're is They're loving so it. And useful. even from ours, like I always have an issue where I plug in my CircuitPy drive and like I have the Cura slicer open. So that steals the COM port. Like yeah. it starts giving M commands to my, mm -hmm. circuit, my CircuitPy drive. <laughs> this is gonna be really handy for that. So it's this gonna be right. everybody and all kinds of people want to build like building keyboards with Pi Picos is like it seems to be an extremely popular avocation. So this will help support all that. Very Very awesome. Can't wait. Thanks so much, Dan. All right, you're welcome. All right, Dan. All right. Have a good one. Check out uh, Mark. Okay. Oh no, Liz. Yeah, I was gonna check in with Liz. Hey Liz. We'll get you. Liz. Hey, hey. Hey, how's it going? Uh, right now, I'm working on um, kind of an overly complicated uh, solder fume extractor. Uh, so it's using the Funhouse um, and SGP30 uh, sensor for air quality. Uh, and then, what is this called? Uh, EMC2101 uh, uh, fan controller. Uh, and so basically the idea is uh, the amount of particulate and CO2 in the air is gonna be directly mapped to the PWM for the fan. And then that's gonna be right out on the screen here. Uh, and I'm gonna eventually use um, like a 140 millimeter um, uh, computer case fan. So you have like, like more fumes being extracted. Uh, and there's five volts, uh, five volt pad on the back of the, the fun house. So that's how I'll be able to get that. Um, but if I cover up the sensor, um, should be able to see the value changing on the funhouse, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's starting to go up. Um, so with that, then the PWM goes up on the fan. Um, so yeah, it's kind of what I'm working on right now. And eventually, I also want to have it connect to um, Adafruit IO too. So then, when you have a soldering session, you can see like how much fume was extracted um, while you were soldering. That's super handy. Also, it could be like if it doesn't sense any solder fume to turn off because that's one of the thing I always yeah, walk yeah. by the solder room it on, yeah, and it's so. just sitting there just blowing away. I'm like, ah, whoops, forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I got like ideas to like make it a nose or something for like the face. Oh, very, very cool. That's a good idea too. Oh, thanks so much, Liz. It's awesome. Can't wait. Uh, keep uh, showing us progress. Yeah. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, next up we're gonna check in with Micah. Hey Micah. hey Micah, welcome back. Hey. Oh, you're muted, you're muted. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> uh, so hi, I've been working on a project that I was following a tutorial, but I think it's cool and it's going to lead to some really cool stuff. And awesome. especially like Scott, if you're watching this, I'm going to try to port CircuitPython to uh, the Raspberry Pi 4 like you were suggesting. Oh, awesome. It's going to be a while, but It'll be I'm, worth it though. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Yeah, it's based on encouraging. That's awesome. Right now I'm working on um, kernel development. So if I switch my camera real quick. So this is my setup. 
So I've got a Raspberry Pi 4 and an Argon 1 case. Um, a Raspberry, an Adafruit um, GPIO cobbler, because why not? Um, I haven't got an SPI working yet, but I do intend to get this RC522 working. It's just a gener generic one. Also have this 16 by 2 character LCD that does work. Um, I actually didn't reprogram it to say anything interesting, but if I turn it on, it'll say rat nose, but I don't know why. Um, it's going to blink five times, and then it should display. Contrast is weird. Yeah, I'm not sure I'll be able to get to... it. I'm not sure I'll be able to get it with the backlight, but I can see it. Yeah, it's a little okay. lineup, but yeah, oh, we trust you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, yeah, that's what I've been working on, and I do intend to port um, all of CircuitPython over to it, or as much as possible. Awesome. It's going to be a pretty long time. I yeah. still have to learn quite a bit, but I'm up for the challenge. Yeah, it's part of the journey. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, right, definitely stop back. By. Yeah, the challenge right. progress. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks so much. Bye. All right, bye. All right. Next up, we'll check in with Mark Gambler. Hello, hello, hello. Mark. Hey. So, let's, uh, I decided I wanted to do a funhouse project. So, um, my camera is really delayed. So, I'm going to stop looking at the screen, and maybe I won't throw myself off. Uh, so, I had the house numbers that I developed um, a few weeks ago. And I wanted to control them. And I realized the Funhouse is perfect for it because of the internet enablement. So now I can just, right on the menu, choose what I want to do. And it will connect uh, right through. Um, it, it's great. It's just the board's all in one. It does everything I need. So this thing's perfect. And then I hung a temperature sensor off to the side. So uh, yeah. This That's is excellent. Cool. This, this is a little really great controller for any NeoPixel projects. Like I am envisioning this like with our little LED sign in the, in the front. Like yeah. I would love to do this. This is perfect. Yeah. I'm thinking just hang this by my door. And then if I want to turn it on or off, if I know somebody's coming by. And it's um, just more convenient than having to go to Adafruit IO, like the yeah. The interface on there is great, but I still have to log on, mm -hmm. go to a web page. Yeah. This can just be here. A lot more faster to physically just touch the button when you're by the door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm curious which board is running the letters. I might have missed that. The letters are or numbers, I guess, are be are ran on um the Feather S2 from Unexpected Maker. Ah, okay. So cool. it's also an ESB32 S2 yeah. board. Uh, the built. I love the built-in Wi-Fi. I love hooking things up yes. to Wi-Fi, and uh, being able to control them. So, uh, between the two of these, they work great together. I, I also got one of the um, motion sensors, which I have now repurposed from this board to sitting on the numbers board, where I'm hoping I can actually use it outside to detect when somebody's walking by and do something. Wow, very cool. Yeah. Good idea. Right. Awesome. Thanks yeah, for also, sure. on the, the little beeps, like little little touches like that, really the made feedback. The, the, yeah, the experience super just awesome. so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got pressed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I thought at first that would just like annoy me, but no, really, it, just 
yeah, it adds that little bit. Mm. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <I do. laughs> Thanks, right. Thanks so much, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Great project. Thanks. All right. And then we got and Cristobal. Cristobal, play us out. Hello and welcome. Oh, camera and. Oh, no. Ah. Hello, my name is Cristobal. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Um, I'm nine years old. I'm in Peru and I made a small Arduino Uno TV Be Gone. Oh, how oh, awesome. awesome. So if you've seen the TV Be Gone kit, yeah. I wanted to make one a super simple with a normal Arduino Uno. Okay. And, well, you can just turn on the TV. Turn yeah. on the TV. Nice. How cool. I love Any those. TV. That's, yeah. That's the best part. That's awesome. It's an old TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I love it. I always yeah. like seeing uh, the TV being on being, yeah, like, moved like, on to a different classic problem. project. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Thanks so much for sharing. Yeah. It's awesome. Cool. If you have any uh, links or anything you want to share, you can drop them in the Discord. Yeah. And uh, that's great. Okay. Right. Thanks so much Thanks. for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Have a good one. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. Uh, we'll we'll do the next week. Lamar and Phil will be returning, yes. and uh, don't go anywhere because they're going to be here at eight p.m. Yep. With Ask about Engineer. Uh, six minutes. Yeah. So stick by. I think they're in the office. So definitely uh, tune in for that. Yeah. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>